Welcome back to Live Lean TV podcast. I'm Jessica Guthrow. Today we're going to be talking about how you can build your own meal plan. Welcome to the Live Lean TV podcast. My name is Brad Guthrow, and we're on a journey to show people how to live lean 365 days a year while enjoying what you love. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's get the show started. Welcome back to Live Lean TV. I'm Jessica Guthrow here to help you with your fitness and nutrition goals. Now you probably know that your nutrition is the biggest aspect of whether or not you're going to get results from any fitness plan that you're on. A lot of people think that as long as you work out hard enough, it doesn't really matter what or how much you eat. It's not necessarily the case. If you want maximum results from your fitness training, then you do need to figure out your nutrition and make a meal plan. I'm totally not making this up. Every single client that I've ever worked with has gotten better results when they pair a meal plan with their fitness training than when they just do the fitness training alone and just eat whatever. Trust me on this. Use this advice I'm about to give you and you will be amazed at the results. So this is kind of a complex topic and there's a lot of information here. So I'm going to break this into two separate videos. In next week's video, I'm going to share with you how I set calorie goals for my clients and even for myself and then how we figure out how much protein is required and then the rest of the macronutrient breakdowns. I'll show you the equations that I use and go over step by step how you can figure yours out. But in today's video, I just want to focus on the broad spectrum, like steps of creating a meal plan. So the first step obviously is going to be to set those goals and figure those numbers out. It's really important that you know what your maintenance calories should be. So that means the amount of calories you should consume per day to maintain the current weight and size that you have. Then if you decide you want to lose weight, you can put yourself in a slight deficit. If you decide you want to gain weight and put more muscle on, you can put yourself in a slight surplus. But without knowing what your maintenance calories are, it's really hard to even determine what's surplus and what's a deficit for you. So the number one step I recommend for all clients is figure out what that maintenance number is. Then you can tweak it to get the desired result. A lot of times when people don't know what their maintenance calories are, they end up accidentally under eating chronically or accidentally overeating chronically or just kind of doing some of both. Some days eat too much, some days eat too little, and the nutrition is just all over the place. So the thing you want to focus on is just getting to real consistency of eating the right amount of food on a daily basis. And I know it may seem hard to do and overwhelming, but it's just one of those habits you create. Just like you brush your teeth every night, doing your meal plan is going to be something that just really feels natural to you after some practice. Okay, step number two, after you have figured out your maintenance calorie and then adjusted for your goal, is you're gonna take that number and then you're gonna break it into the number of times you eat per day. So a snack is considered a meal in this case. So I usually label them M1, M2, M3, M4 like that and count the snacks as meals. And this is important to do because if you don't count your snacks, then you end up being an accidental surplus because the snacks do have calories as well. So if you're the kind of person that likes to eat three square meals per day, so breakfast, lunch, and dinner with nothing in between, then you would just divide your number by three. But most people will snack at least one to two times a day. So for the majority of my clients, I usually set up their meal plans having four or five meals per day. Five is my most recommended one for most of my clients and even for myself because that includes a post-workout smoothie and then a small snack that can be had in between meals or as a dessert at the end of the day. 
Okay, your third thing to do now that you know how many calories you need and how many calories you should have per meal is to plug these numbers into a kind of a software. Like we have our meal planner software, but there's other great ones you can use as well. But use a software that will allow you to plug actual food in and find out what the value numbers come out to. So then you can play with it and adjust things until you get the numbers right to match your goals. So for example, you can plug in chicken and sweet potato and some fruit and see what the values come out to. And if the values are too high, you remove a little bit of the quantity. And if the values are too low, then you add a little bit more quantity. Doing this kind of like plug and experiment game is how you get your meal plan to match your goals. So you can tweak and adjust each meal until the meal fits your meal goal and then make sure that all of the meals are fitting your day goal. Now your next step would be to learn which foods fit into which category. So as you know, all foods have a mixture of proteins, carbs, and fat in them, but some are higher in proteins, some are higher in carbs, and others are higher in fats. So whatever that food is highest in is what it can be categorized as. So if you're building a meal and you need a certain amount of protein, certain amount of carbs, certain amount of fats, you can mix and match different food sources until you meet those number goals. It's important that you understand food categories and you understand which foods contain which nutrients. This kind of education is so helpful for you for your entire future for being able to eyeball what a balanced meal is gonna look like. Next, if you're really serious about getting results, I know everybody wants results, but it, you know there are different levels of seriousness. So if you're really serious and you definitely wanna see results from your nutrition, I recommend getting a food scale. You can also use measuring cups and measuring spoons, but for the most serious and the most dedicated, a food scale is gonna be the most exact way to know that your portions are on point. So learning to use a food scale and playing with different portions in your kitchen is gonna be a world of education for you and so, so helpful with you really understanding how much food it takes to reach a desired result. And don't be scared of this because it's not something you're gonna be doing for the rest of your life. This is a temporary learning process that's gonna give you what we call your PhD in nutrition. So you're gonna be able to, for the rest of your life, go on and be able to eat naturally, knowing when you're overeating and knowing when you're under eating. For a lot of people starting out, they just have no idea of how much to eat. So this sort of education is gonna give you that idea. It's gonna give you that sense of confidence. So even when you sit down in a restaurant, you can tell what's a good portion size and what's too much. All right, last and final exercise I recommend you do to create your own meal plan is once you have everything down on paper and the numbers are all matching with your goals, then it's to get in the kitchen and actually cook those meals. If you can put together a whole day's worth of your nutrition and lay it out on your countertop so you can see, this is what breakfast looks like in the right portions. This is what my snack looks like and feels like. You know, you actually touch and see the food in front of you. That makes it become so much more real. And the great thing about doing this is you get to see how much food you're eating and how satisfying that is knowing you get to eat that much. For me, that was a huge education in eating the right amount was seeing just the sheer volume of your food when it has a lot of vegetables included in it. You actually get to eat quite a bit of food. So you won't feel like you're on a diet. You won't feel like you're hungry and you'll actually feel like super satisfied seeing it all out on the table like that. All right, so that's it for today's video. Like I said, next week I'm gonna come back and dive deeper into the calories and the macronutrients and how to set those goals and how I do it for myself and how I do it for my clients. 
If you wanna get more information on meal plans and even our suggested recipes, I definitely recommend joining our Team Live Lean where our members get access to over 200 delicious, awesome recipes that are really easy to fit into your meal plan. And then also we give weekly meal plans that are already like preset selected recipes. So you can just download it and see what am I eating on Monday? What am I eating on Tuesday? It's all laid out for you there in the team. Okay, so I'll see you with that next video next week. In the meantime, get to work on your meal plan and start working working on that consistency and developing your education around nutrition and you won't be sorry you did it. Thanks so much for watching today's episode. I'll see you next time. Keep living lean. Damn, that's good. There you have it, guys. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot of this podcast on your phone, post it, and tag us at LiveLeanTV on your Instagram story right now. Also, if you're ready to invest in your health but just don't know where to start, head over to our website, LiveLeanTV.com, and take a simple four-question quiz and discover the best program for you based on your goals. So I'll leave you with this. Remember, your health it's an investment. It is not an expense. You only have one body and you are in control of it. So take action and invest in yourself. You can do this and we're here to help. Thanks for listening and keep living lean.